This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. We have in page six how essentials become prohibited. This already by itself, as we explained last time, it's pretty much a review for us because we know that already. Use of utensils of one type for another type. Obviously, there's exerat chachamim not to use the same the utensils that you used for meat, for dairy or for dairy, dairy utensils for meat, even though it's after 24 hours, which means it's eno ben yomo. If it's ben yomo, you don't need gzerat chachamim. It's a problem by itself, because if it has in it taste of whatever you just cooked, you just cooked meat in a pot, the taste goes into the pot, and now you're cooking in there dairy, the taste of the meat goes out to the dairy. And that will be a soup. And that will make the dairy food a soup. It will be, make the pot also prohibited. And you'll have to be machshur the pot and throw away the food that you just made. This is if the keli is ben yomo. If the keli is not ben yomo, it wasn't cooked for 24 hours, we explained, that it doesn't have the ability and the strength to make the food a soup because it's eno ben yomo, it's tam pagum. Because of that, the food that you made in there would be permitted to eat, and the, the, the pot itself needs to have a agala. Why? Because it's a meat pot, and you cooked in a dairy. Dairy went into meat pot. That's problematic. You need to do agala. The food itself is permitted to eat. Are you allowed to do such a thing, lechatchila? Which means you have now a pot that's a meat pot, and you want to cook dairy. You say to yourself, okay, I didn't cook in it for 24 hours. It's been three days since I cooked in it. Let me use it for, uh, for the thing that I want to cook right now, the dairy food. The answer is no, you're not allowed. It's exerat chachamim. Chachamim restricted us from cooking in a meat pot dairy food, in a dairy pot meat food. Needless to say, if it's a prohibited Kelly pot, for instance, you went to a hotel and you want to just use the pot that they have over there in the hotel. Of course, such a thing, even if it wasn't used for 24 days or 24 years, you're not allowed to use such a thing because it's a Kli Asu. Kli Asu, you're not allowed to use. Although, what happened if you use? You went to the hotel and by mistake, you didn't know the halacha, you made eggs in a kli that was baked, that was cooked in it, trefot, venevelot, they cook in it bacon and shrimps and whatever you want, but it was 24 hours since they used it. You know for sure it was 24 hours since they used it. Why? You have many times in hotels, in your own, in your own room, they have all kinds of kitchenware. You have over there pans and pots and, and all, all the things that you need to cook. Now you're there already for 24 hours, so nobody used it. If you used one of those things, which you're not allowed, can you eat the food that you just cooked? The answer is, if the kelly was completely clean, it was clean, you're allowed to eat. Why? Because the tam in the kelly, the taste that went into the pot, is called pagum. It's foul. It's no good. It doesn't taste well. It doesn't make your food a soup. Are you allowed to use it lechatchila? Of course not. But the avad that you used it, you're allowed to eat that food. Meat cooked in a dairy pot, or vice versa, is exactly what we spoke right now. Meat lid placed onto, 
dairy pot or vice versa. You take the cover of the pot and you put it on top. That could, that could happen many times by mistake that you have yourself over here uh, a pot cooking chicken soup. And by mistake, you take a cover you want to put on top, you put your hand into the dairy cabinet, you take a cover and you put it on top. What's the deen of such a thing? Same as the pot itself, which means if it was, if it was used within 24 hours with dairy, you just boiled five hours ago milk in a pot while the cover was there. So the cover is dairy. You take that cover, although it's completely clean, you put it on top of the chicken soup, the steam goes up to the dairy lid, and it becomes a part of the pot itself, and it would make your chicken soup dairy and meat, and that's problematic. What do you do with the cover itself? It needs a gala. Same dinim as the pot itself. If it wasn't used for 24 hours, the cover, you took that cover, you put it on top, wasn't used for 24 hours, it, the food is permitted, the cover needs to have a gala. Same dinim. Glass, we always, we're going to speak about types of kelim. If it's glass, you have two types. You have that it's entirely glass. That's not so common, but you have entirely glass. So then, Sfaradim hold glass does not absorb, and you're allowed even lechatchila to put it there. Not only with the avad. Oh, so if it has, if it has those metals around it, as usually it does, or it has the handle. Whatever it is, such things that connect to the, to the pot itself could be problematic. Now, if the handle is completely outside the glass, it's not, uh, it's not going through the glass. So, you have to, you have to, the screws itself would have an issue that it absorbs. So then you'll have already to, uh, to see if you have 60 against it or not. Each, thing, each case would be, uh, would be, by itself, and you'll have to see how to judge each case by itself. But if it is Benyamot, the soup is prohibited? Yes. Oh. Hot pots that touch each other, very, very important. We have a concept called that en bliot yotzot belorotev, which means you have right now a pot of meat, and you have another pot of dairy, and they touch each other from the outside. They wouldn't make one. Uh, they wouldn't make a soul one the other. They wouldn't bring the flavor that's absorbed in one pot to the other, although they're touching each other, and although they're hot, and although it could be on the fire as well. And they are bneyoman, which means right now you're cooking meat and dairy. You have one pot of dairy, one pot of meat. You put it on a counter, and boom, they touch each other. And not only for a second. They touch each other for a while. Lechatchila, of course, don't allow it to touch each other. No question about it. But if they did touch each other, they would not make one the other assume. Why not? Because there's a concept called en bliot yotzot rotev, which means in order for something that's absorbed in a keli or food item as well, to, be, to come out of it, you need to have liquid. If you have liquid in between, then that allows, it's like a vehicle, it allows the flavor, the taste, 
to go from one to the other. But if you don't have liquid, it's not going to make one to the other such. It's not going to make it dairy, it's not going to make it meat. And this is something that we're going to see coming up a few times today, Bezat Hashem. So we'll see also examples of that in uh, a little bit later on. Next. Yes. Yes. When you have this two, two times, things could, could become a soul. One, if you have meat and dairy itself. You have a piece of meat, you have a piece of cheese. If they touch each other while they are hot, last week we explained that one makes the other one a soul. It pushes in the taste that it has into the other. That is all true when it's the meat itself and the cheese itself. But let's say it's not the meat, but rather it's a piece of item that has meat absorbed in it. Let's say it's a potato that was cooked together with meat. Let's say it's a pot that you just cooked meat in it. Or even could be that you're cooking right now meat in it. When you have the meat there, the flavor gets absorbed into the walls of the utensils. When you have a potato cooked together with meat, the meat gets absorbed into the potato. It becomes a meat potato. If you eat that potato, we wait six hours afterwards. We explained last week, is the minhag by all to wait six hours. So you have a meat potato. Now you have something else that touched that potato that is also such a thing that does, it's not the cheese itself. Rather, it could be that it's another potato. It's another potato. That potato is not, would not allow the flavor, would not push out the flavor into the second potato without liquid in between. The pot that you have that's absorbed in meat, the walls are absorbed in meat. It's a meat pot. You just cooked in it. Or you're cooking in it right now. And it's touching right now the dairy pot. One would not give the other the taste. And therefore, it would not become a soup. Of course, you wouldn't put one near the other. Of course, you would keep distance. If it has moisture... Most poskim say that moisture is not enough. This is how the Kavodat says. This is how most of the poskim uh, rule. Not everybody, but most of the poskim say that a little bit of moisture would not do it. You need to have a, a, a nice amount of liquid, substantial amount of liquid, in order for that to allow from one to the other. Next, Dean. We're going to have questions afterwards. Everything will be answered. Just write the questions in the back. And don't worry, we'll come to all the questions. Meat that falls into milk, milk that falls into or spills into uh, over meat. We already spoke about this in length, and we said that there are dinim that if meat falls into milk, you could take the meat out. If it's cold into cold, which means the meat is cold, the milk is cold, what do you do? Take it out, and then... If it's cold, according to Sfaradim, you could just wash the meat... And eat it, no problem. The milk itself, if since uh, it, it it fell in there, some say you need to have sixty against the 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 meat. But if it's cold, you don't need to have it because it didn't give any of the taste into the milk, and therefore you don't need to have in such a scenario anything by the milk. It's all good. 
According to Ashkenazim, you have a little bit more of an issue over here because meat that was cooked or meat that, that has um, holes in it, meat usually is not solid piece, like a chicken, for instance. Sometimes it's a solid piece. But meat sometimes has all kind of cracks and the milk could penetrate into it. So it becomes more problematic. That's the difference between Sfaradim and Ashkenazim. Otherwise, we already learned the dinim, if it's cold into cold, or hot into cold, cold into hot. We mentioned again, cold into hot, we said the concept of tatagavar. Since the meat on the bottom is hot, the cold that falls on it cooks both. Because tatagavar, the bottom overrides the top, and it, has, and it, it causes the effect on it. Which means it causes that the meat goes into the dairy, dairy into the milk. What happens if the top is hot and the bottom is cold? We said again, tatagavar. The bottom overrides. What happens when the bottom overrides? It cools the top quickly. And because of that, it doesn't have the ability to make one the other asu. The only thing is there would be kedei klipa, an amount, very small amount that become asu. And that is called klipa. We explained the klipa last week. Utensils inserted into hot food or other type, which means you take your spoon, a dairy spoon, and you stir your chicken soup in it, or vice versa. What happens then? Same thing. You have to know, you have chicken soup in the pot. You have to know if the spoon is benyomo or eno benyomo. If the spoon is benyomo, then you have over here, you just use the spoon within hot milk to, to stir the hot milk. On clearishon, the spoon becomes benyomo. When you stir now the meat, the flavor, the taste goes into the meat, into the chicken soup, and makes it asur. You need to have 60 times that spoon, which usually you don't, because a spoon within... Uh, milk pot, you don't have 60 times, it's just not the ratio. If the spoon wasn't used for 24 hours with hot, then you don't have a problem, because it doesn't have the ability to make the meat pot asur in any way, the, this, the, the chicken soup asur in any way. What about the chicken soup to the spoon? Yes, that will make it now absorbed with the meat, and since with chicken, since it's a dairy spoon, you'll have to have a gala on such a spoon. And same thing would be with any other uh, utensil that you would use into hot food of the other type. Next thing over here is very important. Food splattering, which means why is it important? Because all these things that we learned up to now, and basically we know already from previous shiurim, that's why I told you in the beginning, if you understand the concepts well, if you understand well the first shiurim, it's a build-up. You understand well the first uh, base, you'll understand afterwards the rest. And, you, and, and it, it, falls one, it, fall, it falls like a puzzle now, one into the other. Food splatters into part of another type. So over here you have like this. Let's, let's go to the next thing that has to do with that as well. The next thing over here is part placed on a Spill of other type, which means like this. We all have in a house counters, and we have stovetops, and we all under the impression that if 
while I'm cooking, something falls from the pot into the counter, it becomes taref. It's, it's taref over there, of course it's taref, right? Because you had over here meat, and you had dairy, and many times uh, things fell on it. And although you cleaned it, it becomes taref. And because of that, if something falls on top of that counter, you would make it taref as well. That is normally the way we would think. And it's not necessarily so. Why not? Because when you have on the counter something that falls and you clean it afterwards, let's say even if it was hot, if it was cold, you have no problem. You clean it, nothing happens, right? If it's cold, nothing happens. Unless it's, uh, it's, it's milk that spilled on top of the counter and it stayed there for 24 hours without cleaning. So then we, we use the concept called kavush. Kavush kemfushal. But otherwise, you have something over here that is cold, nothing happens. So what, is, what could make it asur if it's hot? You had a hot piece of meat that falls straight from the pot on the counter or on the stovetop. Then afterwards, you have a dairy thing that falls on it. That could make it asur, basar bechalav. The thing is, usually when meat falls, you take it out and you clean the place. What happens when you clean the place? It still gets absorbed. But although it gets absorbed, after 24 hours it becomes, as we explained, pagum. It's not eno ben yomo anymore, it's pagum. Because of that, of course, don't take right now your cheese out of the, your, your pizza out of your oven and put it right there. You put it on a plate. But if it fell in there, same dinim as we explained before, you don't have to worry about such things. So, if you have such a counter, Usually, you don't have an issue if it's clean. If it's dirty, if the counter's dirty, you have a problem. Why? Because the concept of ben yomo, ben yomo, does not apply to substance. It only applies to something that's absorbed into something else. As we explained before, it gets absorbed in the pot, it gets absorbed in the counter. So then you have, after 24 hours, the concept called eno ben yomo, and it becomes pagum. But if we're dealing with something that has mamashut, which means this counter had food that fell in there, it wasn't cleaned. It sits there already for two days. So you cooked last time, chicken, meat, and it fell. And you didn't clean it, even a little bit. Sometimes it's a little bit. You don't bother. You wait for the cleaning lady to come next week, and she'll do the work. Why should you do the work? Means why it stays dirty. Now that Dairy, while you're cooking dairy, dairy, pasta with cheese, fell on top of that. Dirt that fell that, that, that on top of the, of the countertop of the, of the stove, that will make it a problem. That will make that pasta, you can't take that pasta anymore and eat it. You'll have to throw it out. Otherwise, if it's clean, it doesn't make it a soup. Now, a piece of pasta normally doesn't mean anything, right? No, nobody cares about that. But sometimes you cook yourself a nice piece of meat, Meat costs a lot of money. You have a nice piece of meat, you've cooked a few pieces of meat, and one of these big pieces of meat, boom, falls on such a thing, then it's a nice amount of loss. So then the question would be more relevant. Such a, such a, a, a countertop, or let's speak about the stovetop. Are you allowed to use the stovetop, dairy and milk, one near the other? You have over here four burners. You put one dairy pot and one uh, meat pot at the same time while it's cooking and the steam goes up. 
we explained already, that according to majority of the poskim, since steam goes up, it doesn't connect in any way and goes down, rather it goes up. That's the way steam goes up, not sideways. Because of that, it would be permitted to cook one in the other. Just don't put them too close to each other for two reasons. First of all, it does need to have a distance because you don't want them to touch. Although touching, we explained before, would not make it a soup with that liquid. But you still have to have a certain amount of distance. And also, because of that steam, you shouldn't put one right near the other. If you have a pot that you just cooked on top of, a, of the stove, and you remove it, you want to cook now dairy pot. You just cooked meat pot. You want to cook dairy pot, or vice versa. That would be also permitted, which means you don't need to have a separate stove top for meat and one for dairy. Although there are machmirim on everything that I'm saying right now. There are those that are machmir, there are those that say that there is a chumrah that one should take upon himself if he wants meikaradin. It's not needed. And this is how Lamoshe Feinstein says that one is permitted to put his pot on top of the same countertop of, uh, of, 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 that you just used for meat. You, you want to put your pot on the place that, that you just used for meat and you're cooking dairy hot. You're allowed to put it there. Lechatchila, says Lamoshe. Why is that? Why, do you, why are you allowed to put it there? Very simple. We already learned the concepts. Before you took a meat pot, you put it on top of the counter. Hot. With meat inside. What happens? Can the counter absorb from the meat pot? The answer is no. Why not? Because means that unless you have under the pot a nice amount of liquid, the meat does not penetrate to the counter. And because of that, the counter stays part. Now you take the dairy pot, you want to put it there, same thing, nothing happens. Even if your meat, if your counter is meat, let's say it did, it was liquid there, or it spilled in there, and you cleaned it, but Moshe allows you to put such a thing on top because of the reason we just explained. It would not penetrate one to the other, and you don't have to worry about it. Secondly, when you're talking about stovetops, do you allowed to, ha- to put on the same place meat and dairy, which means you have one burner you just use for meat, afterwards you want to take it out, put it put there dairy, that's permitted. I sometimes, while you're cooking the meat, it spills over, and it becomes meat. How could you take your dairy pot and put it there? It's so hot. Because so hot is a problem. Whenever something is hot, it absorbs in it. If anything, hot makes it into a problem. What's the reason it's permitted? There's few reasons. One reason is because there's fire there. So it burns the, anything that falls in there. Usually it burns it out. Unless it's a nice amount. But normally, a nice, uh, not, a, not too much burns, the, burns whatever there. Secondly, since 24 hours passed, normally, you clean it. We're talking about clean. If it's dirty, you can't put... If, it ju- if, if your soup spilled and it's dirty, of course, we're not talking about such a case that then you can take your dairy, uh, you, can, you, you take milk and you heat it on top of such a burner, right? 
but if it's clean and 24 hours past, that's also another way to say that such a thing would be permitted. There's only a chumrah, by the way, by um, chametz. By chametz, there's chumrah, chumrah of chametz. By chametz, we're much more machmir on all these dinim. But otherwise, for those reasons, it would be permitted. Yeah. Just for clarity, if I cooked something dairy and it happened to boil over, or some cheesy noodles, like when the children were serving it, fell onto the when it was still hot, fell onto the stovetop area. So the next morning, in other words, within twenty-four hours, can I cook meat on that burner, or do I need to wipe up? The, the noodles or the whatever dairy that was. Right. You clean it, and it. You clean it and then you cook it. I do need to wipe it up. Yeah, you need to clean it. Yeah. What, if, what if you have a gas stove and the bottom, you don't, like the bottom holds stuff, but the top, nothing is there. It just falls through, but it's... It's, it's like not touching. Up. It's not touching. It's not touching. That's okay, but it, even though it has dairy... If, if, if you know for sure it's, there's a distance and there's no, yeah. there's no connection... You have such a, a case that we can argue that maybe would be similar in the hot plate. When you have a hot plate, can you use it for, on Shabbat usually people use it for the meat food. But then Shavuot comes and you want to make dairy. And you want to put over there your dairy food. Can you put your dairy food on top of it? Over there, unless you use it always covered, over there such a thing would be not the same because A, it doesn't burn the food the way the fire does. So if you have a spillage or something else, it doesn't have the fire element to burn the food. Secondly, it's like a utensil. When we're dealing with a utensil, we, sp- we spoke before that you say that there's a gzerat chachamim, even after 24 hours, gzerat chachamim, eno ben yomo, atu ben yomo. Although it's not ben yomo, chachamim said you're not allowed to use it. So this is true when we're dealing with utensils, pots, pens, Whatever it is, over here, hot plate would be the same thing. And one should really be machmir, if you want to use it for Shavuot. Put a thick aluminum foil on top, cover it. Or two aluminum foils, even better. That's such a thing. Or do uh, be machshir the, the hot plate. We'll see how okay. later. Yes? You said before, if a piece of meat falls on the stove, I don't know if they answered. You said if it's worth a lot of money... No, so that's, that's what I'm saying. If a piece of meat falls onto a stove, then you'll have the questions that we spoke before. I said, if a small piece of pasta falls there, you take the pasta, you throw it in the garbage, nothing happens. So you, you could think, why, why am I wasting my time explaining to you something like that when you can take that pasta and throw it in the garbage? But when you have a piece of chicken that just fell in there, each piece of chicken you worked on, and there's enough just, just for each person in the house or the guests, so you want to save it. When, are you, when can you save it and when not? If there's dirt over there, if there's dirt over there that was left from previous times, so then you don't have the din of Eno Ben Yomo, it would be problematic. And we already spoke about the dinim hot into cold. The question is, is it cold? If it's by the fire, it stays hot all the time. How much does it go in? And so on. Those things we spoke already. So it depends. We already spoke last time when yes and when no. It depends. Hot into cold, cold into hot. Yavesh be yavesh. 
there's all there's, there's rules into everything. Bezat Hashem will have uh, all these things uh, on on coming up in the Shiurim that will explain and you can review it and see exactly when and when to apply every law that we learned. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.